Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. I know it's like it's like the Brady Bunch, and here's the story. <laughs> I'm like, I have a couple douchebags. Yeah, that's good. I like that. (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops. High fives. This is going to be cool. And friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys. The king of the butt rock. Tom. <laughs> and I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, as you see on the screen, the Royer's Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Got a lot of hype around this name this weekend. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard. I, hear, I heard things. I'm going to have to start defending the belt. <laughs> All right. It's Dan. Yeah, there we go. All right. And we are, uh, as you know, we're the best best friend of the podcast in the world. Uh, we uh, we do some things uh, different every week. Um, you have the you have the right song. I do have the right song. I think so. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give us a give us a proper intro. And here. we are the best best friends podcast in the world. Check out this butt rock. This is. What do you think of butt rock, Dan? When I think butt rock, I think Creed. Who doesn't? I mean, naturally, you go with Creed. Come on, come on. This is uh, every time I feel like you reach the peak of Butt Rock. <laughs> it's like that little yodeling guy on Price is Right just goes, <laughs> just goes back up again. Yeah, you know, every week we play these this music. It's our sacrifice. <laughs> it's our it sacrifice is. for you. This for, is our sacrifice for our listening audience. <laughs> All right, let's be done with that. Never again. All right. Um, <laughs> Do oh, a little God. housekeeping first. Yes. All right. Uh, All right, everybody. You have it up, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, um, as always, every time we uh, intro the podcast, we always want to let you know to follow, rate, and review. Yes, follow. Yeah, it's follows. No, no subscriptions anymore. So uh, oh. follow, rate, and review. Uh, follow us on all podcast platforms. Uh, rate us so we show up better in searches. And give us those amazing reviews that talk about Tom not sending beer to people. It's They're amazing. Yeah, it's about me. Yeah, <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> it's about me. Yep, guys. And all, as always, with all of our social media, um, give us a follow. It's uh, Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. I'm starting the POD drops early. I really did. I was not prepared for that at all. I know. They don't call me the quickest sound drop guy in the West. That fell real flat. There it is. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. And um, as always, uh, as you can see in the top right corner of the stream, we'll talk about our partnership with Breweries NPA. Breweries NPA is the leading source of all things Pennsylvania craft beer related. Uh, Go ahead and check out their website, breweriesnpa.com. Follow them on all social media at breweriesnpa. Rumor has it they have a map now. 
Oh yeah, I heard about this map. Apparently, yeah, you can find um, every brewery in Pennsylvania. Well, they have every. It's a map to find maps. It's every map in Pennsylvania. It's a map. Yeah, it's oh. a map for maps. Oh, okay. That's how we. That's how we break. We finally break the uh, the uh, the hologram Chad. <laughs> that's how we we the uh, the AI Chad. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting from like Chad to get into the chat. He won't and just ever. like no. scream at us one day. The AI. You think well, then I'm going to be terrified because that's now the AI is becoming self aware. Self aware. Becoming self aware. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> it's become self aware. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh and uh hypernetic organism <laughs> and as always we are uh we are part of the hopped up network the hopped up network is a group of independent craft beer podcast much like ours uh go check out all the other podcasts at hoppedupnetwork.com or follow them on instagram and whatever at hopped up network awesome yeah um all right well yeah I uh, guess it's time to bring on our guests and get to our first beer. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, let's see. I mean, we let's, got this new format, Dan. Look, we're we're solo, but we're in the same room. See? Yeah, look at that. See? Uh, look at that. Look how giant my hand is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this camera so far back. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, so let's bring our guests on. Uh, they are the owners uh, and head brewer, I think. Yeah. Of Tannery Run. They'll correct us when they get on. Yeah, here. I'm sure they will. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> they're from Tannery Run Brewworks. Brewworks in Ambler, PA. Uh, we have Carly and Tim. Let's bring them on. Hey, All right. we have. I think we have. Yeah, we have audio. Yes, we have audio. Hello, friends. Hey. Best friends. Yes, we are the best. We're 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 best friends. But the the podcast is the best best friends podcast. So. It is. Warms yep. my heart. <laughs> uh guys thanks for coming on with yeah, us thanks a lot for coming on the podcast this week happy to be here Pleasure. so um did i get it right owners and tim head brewer i'm the yeah, only I'm brewer right now the only brewer okay <laughs> the only brewer. The one okay he is the the brewer the, the brewer all right <laughs> all right so we're gonna uh you know obviously we're gonna be drinking some tannery run beer and we're gonna Talk we're going to talk about Tannery Run. They're kind of a unique approach to brewing beers yeah. here too. So um, we, got a, well, we got a lot of firsts on this one. <laughs> a lot of firsts. A lot of firsts. Yeah. Um, so while I grab the beers, Tom, you want to uh, talk about? Uh, I, you, I mean, come on. Go ahead. Say it, Dan. You want to talk about Untapped? <laughs> yes, Untapped, <laughs> the cesspool of the beer community. Um, well, where you can follow us on uh, on Untapped, uh, you know we 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 provide somewhat provide the beers that we drink. Uh, we're not up to date. We I, are I not up that. to date. Yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll get some work done soon and bring our uh, episode beers up to date. We are trying so hard. Yeah. Um, so you can go back and see all the beers that we drank. You won't see reviews because we don't review be, re- review or rate beers because that actively hurts the beer community. Um, so uh, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. I'm gonna do that right now. Can I do that right now? Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah, and you can do it in dark mode now, which is fun. I know. You know, uh, a year and a half after dark mode became a thing. Yeah, Untapped is finally catching up. Way to way to be on top of the game, Untapped. All right, so All right. I got the first beer pulled up here on. Tannery Runs untapped here. We are going to do, and um, if you want to help me, uh, is it Tiamat? Tiamat. 
Yes. Nice. So Tiamat Lager Boots. Uh, this is part of the Pink Boots Splatch. This is an brewed in collaboration with Deer Creek Malt House. This lager abounds with herbal and citrusy hop aromas, along with notes of tropical blossoms and toasted crackers. This beer is hopped exclusively with the fourth annual Pink Boots Blend made by Yakima Chief Hops. So, Oh, awesome. Hell yeah. Let's uh, crack into this. Tom, right. you ready? I am ready. Let's do this in, on two separate cameras. Two separate cameras. Yeah, cameras. really? One, two, three. Oh, I like it. Oh, he comes in late, too. And catches up. All right, Daniel. So uh, we're going to be drinking our uh, our lagers out of a stange. Just because I want to watch the bubbles while we talk. I know. It's really the best part of a stange. I have the worst like attention deficit disorder when it comes to these glasses. I just sit here and I just watch the bubbles the whole time. <laughs> it's like uh, Finding Nemo for all the people with kids. It's like, ooh, the bubbles. Speaking of the bubbles, we've got these new glasses with nucleation that is just blowing my mind. Yep, same. (laughs) That's why I was like, I'm going to have this and just watch some bubbles go around while I uh, sit here and talk about it. So um, So young Daniel over there sporting a human robot stange while I am. uh, I've still got my beach vibes. I'm I'm sporting my Ludlam Island. Ludlam Island. You're still you're still in Seattle. Yeah, I really am. All right. So still summer. Let's talk about. Splatch. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, actually yeah. let's cheers first. Yeah, there you go. Getting ahead of myself here. Slancha. I'm putting the cart before. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I try to do one of these. I'm just gonna hold it up. <laughs> Boom. Oh, it's way more international than Czech. Yeah, I can really. It doesn't. It doesn't really taste like. Um, it doesn't really. I don't really taste the prog in it. It's, it's, it's much more international flavor. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> so douchey. <laughs> I don't taste the prog in it. Uh, so while we enjoy this, my refined um, palate, Dan. It's your okay. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, nearly, the- nearly impossible for me to mimic the water profile of prog here. So I mean, as much as I want to do, you know, dark Czech lagers. Um, not in the not in the cards just yet. Until that check collaboration that will just mm-hmm. come of this podcast somehow. Well, no, we need like another water filter back there. I'm not paying for it right no, now. No, so. no, we're, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll send out a uh, we'll we'll send a, a message out to our friends at Pilsner Urkel, and they'll they'll bring you know a barrel of uh, of check water over with them. Yeah, <laughs> import the water. <laughs> Thanks for the connect. <laughs> so let's talk about the uh, splash process. This is all over your website, as I saw it here um, on uh, you know checking out tanneryrun.com. dot uh, com. So what goes into the uh, what goes into the splash process? Why uh, you guys are pretty unique with having like the split four pack here with us? It's a splash pack. <laughs> the, oh, sorry. The splash, the splash pack. pack. Yeah, we're, hashtag splash pack. Hashtag splash pack. <laughs> we're, we're we're leaning pretty heavily in, into um, the, the splash uh, brewing concept. It, you know, it's um, it's not a, a style of beer. It's a method of brewing. Um, we have uh, one mash tun and two boil kettles. So I I, I brew one, two different beers off of one mash. Um, so uh, uh, it's 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 a way to get um, diversity and volume at the same time so there are a lot of times i can i can split it even further but um initially the the runnings come off of the mash into two separate kettles 
Uh, sometimes they're equally strength beers, so I run them off equally. Uh, sometimes I'll do a party guile, which, which um, is the method that I use for this flash, where all of the first runnings, the strong sugars, went into one kettle for the strong ale side, and then the second runnings, the weak runnings, went into the other kettle uh, for the lager side. So most people probably don't know what party guile is. It sounds like... I don't know. Some I, I glazed over a bit when he said hipster, it. Hipster thing. So it, was a, it was a character on Street Fighter, if I'm correct. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's an old Scottish method of brewing. You know, whenever the Scots would, would brew a wee heavy, they would make a table strength beer at the same time. There's still sugars in the mash. You know, like when you do big beers, you don't want to just dump those down the drain. So it's nice to make, you know, a heavy hitting beer and a table strength beer at the same time. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool when um, – actually when we messaged you about what beers you wanted to do and you talked about this and I saw like an amber lager and then I saw a strong ale and I went, Oh, this is going to, this is, this is unique. I've never seen like kind of those kind of, kind of pairings before. And now that you mentioned it, you know, this was, you said it was a, like the Scots would do this. They would make like a table beer and then have like their party quote party beer. No, it's uh, the other way around. So they would make a strong beer and with the, with the residual sugars that were still in the mash, they would make a table strength beer, like a, a 40 shilling or 50 shilling or something along those lines. There's um, one of the, the um, oldest uh, continuously uh, uh, open breweries um, in the world right now, Fuller's in London. Um, they actually do a, a party gala brewing for uh, three of their flagship beers. So three of their flagship beers are off of one mash, and they actually pull three different levels of runnings. There's like a... 1078 to 1038 and 1020 and then they blend them together to make uh the esb and i forget what the other two are um not not the porter obviously oh the uh the, the, the pride of the esb and there's another like a hoppy one that they make um and, and it's all party guile so it's cool that it's used in some mainstream production too yeah. and it just seems like a real almost sustainable method you know you want that variety we're going to use it all i'm not going to waste it so. Yeah, and this was something that kind of went into like how you wanted to uh, have the concept for like I guess the branding for Tannery Run, having like the two dragons and everything. Yeah, with, uh, absolutely. <clears throat> so there's a lot of competition out there, right? And this is our best way to differentiate ourselves: the splash brewing method. And when we were deciding what we wanted to be, who we wanted to be. Um, it's really tough coming up with a name and a brand and and all of that, but we knew dragons were a spirit animal. Feeling very strongly about that. Um, <laughs> it's great when uh, when you have a like a brewer and owner come on that start doing the branding and everything. Like you came into this, you came into the stream today, and you're like, "Hold on, I forgot my dragon," and you brought it back <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> So fun, funny thing, the day that we brewed this Pink Boots beer, we had another toy dragon and um, we put Pink Boots on it for the day. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's great. I love like a brewery that has like the, the, like the toys lying around. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah. When, when we first opened, I, I used to put um, a dragon attached to the handle to the front door um, every three or four days, someone would steal it, and I put another one up, and someone would steal it, and I put another one up, and someone. Every time someone walked by, there would be a different dragon hanging there because people kept stealing them. Um, and eventually, I was like, all right, you know what? Like thirty dragons later, I can't afford this anymore. But it was like it was it was it was, it was a fun little like um, uh, Easter egg there for a while. Fresh like out of that. Dragons. thirty dragons yeah. later, they all got stolen. 
Um, name of the episode. Um, yep. <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, let's talk about this beer, Dan. Um, what are you, what are you thinking on this? I am enjoying, uh, the taste of it. I don't think we've had an Amber or let alone like an international Amber lager on here. Uh, so I was kind of going over the overall impressions on the, uh, BJCP here. And, um, yeah, one of the things I saw here was, you know, under the overall impressions of an international Amber lager, you have a well attenuated multi amber lager with an interesting caramel or toast quality. Uh, right off the bat, right there is something that I like tasted right off the bat was a very, very unique, almost like caramel, caramel. toasty mm-hmm. kind of um, lingering on the palate there, which is really nice. Um, and I like restrained bitterness because you don't get like you get a little bit of like the floral bitterness mm-hmm. on the front end, but you know, goes away to that caramel and toasty uh, feeling. So, you guys, it, it was, uh, it was brewed with Deer Creek malt and uh, Yakima hops. I'm sorry, Yakima chief hops. It was, uh, did you use any other noble hops in there? It was just all, all the pink boot blend, pink boots okay. blend. And that was five different hops. Um, I know that one of the greater influences was cashmere, which I, I absolutely adore cashmere. Um, and, and I think it works well um, to diversify the malt character. Um, uh, so cashmere is a, is a very um floral Definitely. fruity um hop with a little bit of citrus on, on on the back end but that the fruitiness with with the depth of the malt really i think plays well um of itself uh just you know as a fyi there's there's no crystal malt caramel malt in this at all um oh, wow. so uh, a, a lot of the, the the deeper malt characters that we're getting from this beer and you'll you'll see it even more in in the strong ale side um, is comes from the um, Deer Creek Millinoidin malt, their first crack. I, I absolutely cannot speak more highly of that malt. It it provides a deep multi character like no other uh, grain I've ever used before. So if you've not tried first crack from Deer Creek, try it. It's awesome. Add that to the list. So you're, you're asking to people to try crack. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought of that. <laughs> I mean, what do you do on your time? Like, yeah, don't make a crack joke. Don't make a crack joke. <laughs> I took care of it. Don't I was having me. trouble. I was having trouble gauging you guys. I'm like, do I make a crack joke? Didn't know we were we were interviewing Ronald Reagan over here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought you were talking about like when someone bends over like a plumber's crack. Other <laughs> other crack. Okay. Exactly. Look at this tannery run just introducing crack to the now. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I I really enjoy this. Um, I I do like the uh, I do like a that there's a more um, prominent um, hop uh, characteristic to it. Indeed, um, yes. Um, That's quite. It's not just like that. Uh, like you said, with that the addition of the cashmere into it, um, you're not getting that just like peppery. Uh, noble hop flavor. You get that nice, uh, a little bit of that citrus to go along with the caramel. Um, the toast is really nice on it. It drinks really well. Um, uh, I, I really enjoy it. It's a nice, refreshing lager. Do we have a, an ABV on this, Dan? Uh, yeah. 4.4, I think. No. Oh, you yeah. can crush it. 4.4. Yeah, 4.4. Four, four. Yeah, no, that's what I said. Four. Is it really? Yeah, it's, um, you know what? It's, um, it's surprisingly characterful for how um, light of a beer that actually oh, yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, this is, I mean, it's, you know, four, four, that's a, I mean, that's basically a light lager. I was, yeah, I think, uh, like, um, uh, most, um, 
L-I-T-E light beers are like 4-2, so it's like right in that same range. Um, so it's you can drink just as many of these as you can of those. And, and there's, uh, there's a lot beer. more body and character to this one, you know. Agreed, a, yeah. For like the 4.4%, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's definitely sessionable at that ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first, at first sip, I actually went back to look at the ABV because I was like, what am I getting myself into with this beer? <laughs> and then looking at that, I was, yeah, I was definitely surprised. And you got, it's a, a great like caramel roast flavor or uh, color in there. Um, it's got, it's got really nice head retention. Um, really nice. That's Tom's favorite glass. term right there. Yeah. He loves head retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's one thing he likes to talk about in this podcast. <laughs> it's head retention all right all right all right we're right. a pg-13 show come on um come on we just talked about crack <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i noticed like right on the pour i noticed it had like a nice rocky head to it it was it, it, i mean it looked great right on the pour um which for all the you know your your instagram peoples yeah i want more of this malt in beers mm-hmm. this malt is delicious like and it just it's it's lingering on the palate like a nice like like a fall lager, like a nice fall beer for me. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, the toasted, like the malt in this, it's just like wrapping me in like a nice, like warm blanket. This is, this is that, this is that <laughs> nice ramp up to Mars in season. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A little, little pregame right here. Yeah. Um, try our, uh, butternut squash smoked lager. Whoa. Well, <laughs> now I'm intrigued. Oh yeah. We, we are definitely planning to, uh, Get on up there, you know, and, you know, when you guys are actually open. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, you didn't even tell me you were coming the other day, Sorry. man. <laughs> oh, man. You work two jobs, man. You just got to gotta take those windows. <laughs> yeah, no, that hurt. That hurt. We hear you. <laughs> Kid went down for a nap. I'm like, I'm going to get beer. Bye. <laughs> um, all right. So um, I mean, we'll, we'll do uh, final thoughts on this in a, in a bit. Um, yeah. Let's, but uh, uh, let's talk about the uh, the brewery a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So, so, so how did you guys get started? I I, I was a home brewer for a very long time. You know, um, uh, I worked at a home local homebrew store. Um, you know, I was highly involved in beer judging, BJCP certified for like fifteen years now. Um, I didn't get national ranking until fifteen or sixteen, something along those lines. No Because um, that test is really hard. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, and it, it started off kind of like um, trying some weird stuff. You know, uh, in two thousand two when I first started brewing, um, there was not nearly the selection of great beers that there is right now. So it was an opportunity for me to kind of like um, I don't know, make things that weren't available on the market, and that was that was fun. I made a lot of bad beer for a while. Um, I had some um, very non-discerning roommates at the, at the time that was help, helped me to get rid of it. That was that was great. Um, but, you know, every mistake was just an opportunity to make better and better beer. And that, that's where I'm at right now, making beer for almost 20 years. And, and it's, oh, wow. it's never been better. It's true. That's awesome. So, like, how did you uh, how did you team up with your uh, your counterpart there to the left? Oh, uh, this is my baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a nine year old and a brewery. So no more kids. No more breweries. This is, this is this enough. Is it. Yeah, no, no, no. We no, have no. another partner too. Satellite locations. So, <laughs> this is the next iteration. Um, but shout out to our other partner, Mac Comley, who is not here tonight. He's a very behind the scenes kind of guy. Even though he's like tall and you can pick him out in, 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 in a crowd, he's still somehow behind the scenes. I'm, 
Um, so where, how did, where did the, uh, the name Tannery Run come from? Uh, Tannery Run is the name of the waterway that flows beneath our building. Oh. So oh, cool. local waterway. So, yeah, we didn't really get to the whole um, logo description. I'm holding up this beer, but this is not our actual logo on the front. <laughs> I get, um, I here's a dirty up. glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, here's a half full here glass. Go, here That's almost either. Here we go. Um, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Real close. So this is uh, our okay. shiny, shiny logo. But oh, yeah. um, as you can see, we've got the yin-yang shape going on. So we've got our hop dragon, our malt dragon, and uh, water in between. So that is kind of a nod to the German beer purity laws of 1516, the Rheinheimsche Gewalt. That was that was close. That I've was really practicing. close. Practicing, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but the also, angriest I've heard Carly the whole episode. <laughs> right, right. My right. German heritage coming out. <laughs> I've heard it more angry than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just one of those dialects. It just sounds angry. You could be telling me like how much you enjoy the podcast, and it just sounds like you're telling us we suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kaiser. It's like Russian. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so this this yin yang represents our splash brewing method, but also is a nod to the German beer purity laws, and also is a nod to our name, the Tannery Run, which is the water flowing in between and the water flowing beneath our building. So and, you and know, all tight of our nice in a bow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, we we ended up with some some um, very satisfying branding, in, in my opinion. Uh, all of our philanthropical. I said it right that time. Those <laughs> endeavors are all based on water conservation. So we um, were part of uh, uh, Delaware um, Brewers for the Delaware River, River right? So uh, I, I do um, uh, talks about how important water is uh, in beer. There, and, you know, use that as show with a bunch of beer, and people are like, "Hey, my hero!" And then eventually, I get to talk about water. Well, so it's a group that works with the Audubon Society. Birds, dragons, not that far off. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're yeah. really invested in the Delaware River watershed area. So, I mean, if you believe birds exist, yeah, birds, birds aren't real. Birds uh, aren't real. Birds are just modern dinosaurs, man. And, <laughs> no. and, dragons. and dinosaurs you know, are like what dragons are, right? So it's like they're almost their cousins. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we, we learned on the podcast early, early in the podcast that birds aren't real. Um, at one point they were real, uh, but the government replaced them all with, uh, with spy drones um here comes the uh yeah here comes the uh conspiracy theorists now <laughs> is, that, is that like a 5g thing are they yeah, yeah very much yeah, so, yeah, it's well, so and, and they're you know the theory going around is that the uh the the whole pandemic that it was it's not really real it's you know it's the it's the government needed an excuse to change all the batteries in the birds <laughs> I honestly didn't. I honestly didn't. They're not solar powered. What the fuck? I know it's 2021. No, yep. Curse it up. We don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you can curse on this. Yes. This yes, is HBO. All right. Cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there. No. There's a. Uh, there is a, a YouTube channel. Uh, like a mock. Uh, it's like a mock conspiracy channel that called birds aren't real, and they, it, it's a whole. It started in 1986. They, you know, they did a, a whole study. Uh, it's 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 a really entertaining channel. Uh, 
about how the birds aren't real. They were over. This is birds. one of the most extreme deviations we've ever done on the podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not really, it's not a real conspiracy it's theory. It's all a joke. What's that? I didn't know about this conspiracy. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, maybe change your label. Know, it's bird trends on there. We could stick our heads in the sand like ostriches, but <laughs> maybe you uh, rebrand yourself and have two like bird drones on the uh, on the label then. Um, yeah, so they you know it's close it, to yeah, the game. It would it would make sense for them to be solar powered, but um, it, for from what I've heard is that the birds were originally put up in the early eighties, and uh, they're I, I think it was their their battery life was about 30 years. Uh, so here we are. Um, so here we are in the midst yeah. of a pandemic and right. they need to change. The they batteries. needed to change the batteries. Uh, <laughs> um, I did see the level of chemtrails go down during the pandemic too. So I don't know if that's interrelated or not. It, yeah. Birds All right. it, is this where Tim and Tom start their uh, conspiracy theory podcast? Yeah, Dan, you can leave. <laughs> All right, I'm at it. Excuse. Guys, it's been real. Make sure you follow the podcast. Sorry, <laughs> I put my Alex Jones hat on. <laughs> Chemtrails. Uh, uh, okay. So there's an underground waterway that goes under Ambler? It's the, it's the Tannery Run. Uh, so there are a lot of runs around here. Runs are like small waterways. There were... Um, used to be mills uh, on the runs. Uh, the mill that was on the tannery run was a tannery. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, in Delco, yeah. Tom, this is called a crick. All right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not, yeah. Sometimes you go down and buy the crick. That's where you enjoy your water ice after a nice ball game. <laughs> Don't you know? So, um, so, so you know, so tannery run is underneath the building. It flows into the Wissahickon, which flows into the Schuylkill, which flows into the Delaware, which flows into the Atlantic Ocean. Right. So, like we're you know, um, which, even, which, you know, which as, flows into Europe where Prague is, and if so, fact so, you got Czech stuff. There we go. Yeah, Prague. that's you know what, what, one way or the other, we're going to make that happen. There you go. The water profile is going to get there somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we should show you the mural at this point. Oh, you guys have a mural? We have a mural. mural you say. Um, is it unacceptable for me to move the laptop was it oh not at all not at all no, no it's not gonna affect anything at all okay roof down moved their laptop into the brew room while uh, a live while, show was going on yeah <laughs> music so, playing so this um, is uh, yeah this so is here's there's better. the bar behind us looks like disco lights but it's not it's a google virtual tour there you go um but this is oh that Unt mural. Unt mural. <laughs> so over here, we've got our lady with the pink boots. Oh. Here, we've got our super <laughs> animal dragons. And uh, we work with a local artist, Drew Montemayor. He's awesome. Um, and he's like, you know, tell me about this tannery run. Like, So this is our vision of what the tannery run would have might have looked like um 1880s. i'm sorry 1880s. in the 1880s oh. um, you know we put our our dragon spirit animals in there because why the hell not and our lady who just finished brewing some beer over there she's cooling off by the run um so yeah oh i thought she was like sprinting away from the <laughs> no she's sitting on a rock oh, oh okay yeah. we couldn't sitting. see the rock yeah 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 it looked like she was running much better from yeah. the dragons or something <laughs> 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 the dragon 
Ah, I was no. like, what was Ambler like in the 1800s? Why are women running all the time? <laughs> oh, boy. So thank you for coming with me on that journey. Thank you for taking us on that journey. Um, so speaking of uh, pink boots and uh, you showed us your, your label, Dan and I are uh, are big fans of label art. Yeah, we are label shoppers. Uh, it's one thing that like attracts us to beer, unfortunately, is you know, how great a label is. I guess fortunately and unfortunately, sometimes you get a really nice label. Yeah. You get, you know, get a stinker. You can't always judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Sometimes the covers are fucking awesome. And and I'm a simple boy, so shiny things really catch my attention. Yeah, so I, I like, you. I like the, uh, I I really enjoy the. Uh, I love the when n- there's a little bit of foil in there. Yeah, you get that little, <laughs> you know, the nice little foil accents in there. It's just um, a little I fancy. The yeah. manufacturers told me that it's metalization. Oh, oh! I like that. Okay, metalization. That's that's what they say to me to sell me more expensive labels. That's what happens to the outcast kids in high school. Yeah, I got I got I got pretty metalized when I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) I was all about Metallica, the Dark Album for a long time. What you want me to do? I got got pretty metalized for about yeah a couple. uh, I mean, until about what yesterday <laughs> yeah, yeah dan dan took a nice trip through the backwoods through the willow trees and uh, he, I, was uh, awesome. <laughs> I hate you so much talking about metal <laughs> uh, oh, inside man. jokes Inside um, insiders yeah. um <clears throat> so um tell us about like the the whole pink boots collaboration um i know we have we had we've had a brewer on several times Yes. Uh, we also collaborated with the, this brewer uh, that is very involved with the Pink Boots. Uh, Actually, it sounds like she probably worked with Tim for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, Hannah. Hannah over yes, at. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I work with Hannah. Hannah's great. Hannah's great. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to brew a beer with them, uh, which was a ton of fun. Um, I mean, quote, brew a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put the quotes right there. <laughs> we, we <laughs> helped, yep. like, hey, guys, you're going to dump in the hops. So yeah, yeah we, we, we dumped all the uh, – we mashed in and everything. And, uh, yeah, I drug, I drug all the mash out to the, the uh, loading dock. Yeah. <laughs> Did you wear the right shoes? So important. Oh, hell no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, had a, I had a pair of Vans on there. It still smell like uh, – still smell like mash, man. <laughs> yeah. It gets no. real ripe. <laughs> um, so to, yeah, tell us about uh, more about the uh, the whole pink, uh, sure, pink boots. Sure. So um, let me tell you a little bit about what Pink Boots is. Uh, the Pink Boots Society is an international nonprofit organization that exists to inspire, educate, um, and assist other women in the beer industry. But uh, it's no longer just beer. So they expanded a couple years last year. I don't know. Time is so weird now. They expanded sometime recently to include other uh, fermentable stuffs. So wine, spirits, cider, sake, you know, any any of that, you can become a member of the Pink Boot Society. And um, one of my favorite parts about it is uh, their scholarships. So there are a bunch of Scholarships available for women to apply for. Carly won a scholarship. I am a scholarship recipient. That's why I have my own pink boots over here. All right. Um, She completed the program and then she did her giving back presentation to other pink boots members. There's a pay it forward component. So you share your education with your local chapter. Um, And uh, yeah, I did that. My scholarship was um, 
uh, certificate program through Portland State University Online. So I have a certificate, the business of craft brewing. Fancy. Oh, awesome. fancy. Yes. Yeah. These boots were made for business. Um, I'm the not business like, casual. They were yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> Although they, they get worn in the brew house at least once a year when we do our pink boots brew. I don't see a whole lot of mash in these boots. Hey uh, now, sometimes. Hey <laughs> now. I was about to say when she said they get worn once a year, I was like, by Tim? <laughs> no, no, no! That that that's a private, private event, private event, not a public event. He's like, I have seafoam green ones, guys. God, sounds <laughs> like time for green out. Harley's like, phone's ringing. <laughs> oh man, oh yeah. Harley no, also has a full time day job in legal. Stuff. <laughs> so, you know, somebody's got to make the, the dream uh, come true. Well, I mean, someone has uh, to be the face of this thing, and th- 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 I don't know about that. But that, that, that works yeah. much better. We 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 completely understand front of, front of house front of house back of house yeah there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so um I have, a, I have a face made for radio <laughs> so I joined uh, the Philadelphia Greater Philadelphia chapter of the Pink Boots Society in 2018 won a scholarship that year we opened in 2019 um, it was awesome to have this fantastic support network of women in the industry and the region I have met so many cool people we've done great stuff uh, every year there is a collaboration brew day um, actually there's a lot of them so Henry yeah. <laughs> uh, run we've done our own I think this is our third year mm-hmm. doing it yeah, the first one that we did we, we, we I didn't do a splash because I and I brewed that first one the premier pink the premier pale along those lines yeah it was yeah. delicious mm-hmm. it flew out of here. It was very popular. And I bought the tap handle, but somehow that has disappeared. It's gone by the wayside. Was this, uh, a, was this a pink tap handle with a pink boot on and everything? It is a pink boots branded tap handle. You could buy one if you wanted for your home tap. You know, just go on the website. If I had one! Have you checked Tim's at-home kegerator? Oh! Uh, all my at-home stuff is now at the brewery. Right? Yeah. I was going to say, strikes me as a guy who's going to have that kegerator, that nice pink boot on the top. It's going to match his pink boots at home. Well, <laughs> there was that one time that Tim won a contest from Francis Connor, and it was a kegerator, and like, it was, well, it was like the whole branded, amazing, ridiculous package. They, right. He got a free kegerator. And oh, right. now it's here at the brewery and we serve wine out of it. <laughs> wine on tap. Wine on tap. <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like Wait, wine on tap? Oh yeah, that's a that's a thing. Really? Yeah, and craft cocktails like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, no, yeah, we um uh in order to reduce our carbon footprint and save some money, um well, both of those things are important to me. Um all of our wines are on draft now. So we have four wines. Uh the red that's on right now is actually the red wine that I helped to make when I worked at the winery. Uh, before I did this project, so I was a one maker. I, like I feel like Tim walks by that kegerator and just like sad music starts playing. It just starts getting like, yeah, like that. Great oh, <laughs> And he just stares at it <laughs> and just like suddenly goes off into it like his own world. And Carly's just like, Is everything okay over there, Tim? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. I just uh, just thought about something. Like, no. <laughs> so, how what? When wine, when you get get wine on tap, is it in kegs? Like, how does that? 
it's yeah. uh, it's it's the same process other than a couple variables. Uh, you don't push with CO2 unless you're carbonated, it, so you push with nitrogen. Stainless um, steel uh, taps, too, I think you have to have, or something. You have to have different... Uh, yeah, so everything has to be stainless, so you, you can't do the chrome plated, which you shouldn't do that any, anyway. Um, also, the wine lines are have a special inner glass lining um, that uh, prevent um, tannins from adhering to it, so... Um, it's it, it's not it's it's a little more expensive to set it up, but in the, in the long term, um, it's a great money saver because you uh, you're not um, uh, buying bottles, so the bulk wine is cheaper. Um, also, there's not that much of a carbon footprint because you're not creating more bottles, you're not recycling more bottles, you're not shipping more bottles. You're just shipping one keg at a time, and then all of our wines Pennsylvania made, so the the shipping is like literally like my my great friend Vic. Jumps in his car and goes up to the winery and buy, gets a bunch of six stalls and brings them down to me. So, it's, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's it's weird to see. Um, yeah, in the industry, just seeing a bunch of uh, <laughs> just like like six stalls of wine and, and we like yeah the brewery that I work at was like man we bear, like yeah we sell like one or two glasses. I was like these six stalls are gonna be here forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, are you asking me to push wine now? <laughs> That's fine with wine though, because wine lasts for years, right? Yeah, you know, like, exactly. IPA lasts for months. Wine was going to last for years. Yeah, doesn't so. it get better with age? Isn't that the thing? Like, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Wouldn't you want it to like a fine wine, Tom? Like yeah. a fine. Wine. <laughs> yeah, but the but unlike me, the fine wine doesn't get gray hairs. <laughs> it's got all that salt and pepper coming out of the top it, of the hat. There, it, you mean it gets more distinguished? Distinguished. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like George right. Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like, like that. Sean Connery, maybe, sure. Uh, yes. It's much better. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Um, final thoughts? Final thoughts? Uh, I'm actually very excited to try the next beer to see, you know, what, you know, what the strong side of this was. I I thought this was going to be stronger just on based on the initial taste of it. Uh, as something with so much character being only 4.4%, I'm really impressed with it. Um, yeah. Enjoyed it right to the last drop, and um, yeah, this is this is awesome uh, as a first splash beer for me. Yeah, this was definitely. Um, we're getting into uh, you know that maltier season, and uh, I I really enjoyed this. And coming in at four point four, it's not heavy. Um, you're not going to get you know tanked on it. Um, and I feel like I could drink you know two or three of these and really you know enjoy a, a nice. A nice four pack of them, um, you know, or and have something half, has, a, half a four pack. Yeah, half a four pack. Come on, look at us. We're old here. Half a splash. Pack. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, half a splash, half a splash pack. pack. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly, yes, half a splash pack, and then take a dad nap, and then get to the strong ale. Yep. <laughs> you know, do one of these. Yeah, just on the top of the, on the, on the side. <laughs> yep. And then when somebody changes the channel, you can go. I'm, I'm still watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i'm just resting my eyes yeah. <laughs> it's just about football season so it's just on time yeah sunday is gonna be sweet i think that's, that's the reason why we <laughs> oh well i mean i'm a i'm a red-blooded american so i will not watch dallas <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, but I mean, like, I picked up Antonio Brown in my draft, right, just on a whim. I, I want to see how that goes. So so it's, it's the one and only time I will be rooting for Tampa this season. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm uh, – I was going to say something, and now I can't – oh, I'm going to 
I'm going to be enjoying many Marzins on Sunday. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm getting, I got my, I've got my, uh, my leggings and my, my vests on. I'm, I'm going to put your dogs on. Oh, He's yeah. going to go real basic. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm basic. I'm, I'm ready for fall. I'm going to have a pumpkin spice latte in the morning. <laughs> I am falling for fall. Folks. Tom, it's a pumpkin spice cold. It's a little premature. Did you talk about having leggings on too? Leggings and pumpkin spice latte? They're like he said leggings. Okay, you did. Okay. The whole the whole we call it the Han Solo ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to have leggings and boots and, and a vest. And a vest on. You kind of oh. like Kind of look like a bunch of uh, Han Solos just yeah. crowding around right, Starbucks. Right. Yep, it, it's like half the people in Aspen. That's, that's yeah. Cool, right? <laughs> yeah, or Westchester. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we want to get local. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to be doing uh, as our second beer. The I'm gonna I'm I'm taking a stab at this. The sister beer. Yeah, Safira mm-hmm. Strong Ale. Uh, so we're doing a barrel aged American strong ale. Yeah, so our second straight episode with yes. a barrel age. Oh, this is awesome. So again, brewed in collaboration with Deer Creek Malt House and board, uh, Boardroom Spirits. This American ah. strong ale is aged in rye barrels, Ooh. bringing along a spicy rye and woody citrus aromas. Got my attention. With deep burnt sugar and notes of dried fruit, this beer is hopped exclusively. With that fourth annual Pink Boots blend by Yakima Chief Hops. Ooh. So this guy is coming in at a significantly higher 10.2% alcohol by volume. Yeah, a little 69 IBU. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> totally on purpose. <laughs> All right. Let's get that cracked. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, wow. Nice you love to hear it. You yeah. love to hear it. I'm expecting some nice, uh, some nice like a uh, raisiny, pruny esters here. All right. Mmm, delicious. I'm as I'm pouring this, and it's. I mean, you can see from the screen, you can't even see the glass. Um, from this distance, right. I'm getting so much rye. <laughs> I mean, it is significantly. Mm. Far from my nose, and I'm getting some good rye on this. It's got those layers. Let's get it. Well, uh, cheers, 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 everybody. <laughs> this is all new to us. This is all new to us. We've never had two cameras before, so it's really weird. I was going to ask you earlier. Do you have the same bookcase? Or no, that's we're, like, we're in the same fancy. Room. That's my hand. You're in the same room. We're in the same room. I missed that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) So we used Tom had this idea of like the the dual cameras, and I didn't know how he was going to pull this off until I came in and realized that I'm going to have the better background the entire time than he is. (laughs) I've been I've I've been like really uh, really trying to uh, shill for uh, Garrett Oliver to come on our podcast so we, we got a nice brooklyn brewery prominent in the background there it'll yes, happen one day i guess i got yep yeah, there it is yeah uh, there you uh, go uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of getting so we used to have a uh a, a single camera on top of our computer here yeah so it was like tom steering the ship and then me in the back dan, just yeah, making little jokes dan little little <laughs> real tiny in the background <laughs> um so i don't know i don't know how to like angel or devil yeah i don't know how to react to being like, <laughs> being like 
a face now. We can have a second 10 10% alcohol by volume beard. (laughs) 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 All right. right. I'm sensing a a Beavis and Butthead snicker coming on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that is. Oh, that is some rye right there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm getting a, a good amount of rye. I'm getting those fruit esters like I talked about, uh, like what I expected, those raisiny kind of pruny flavors there. Um, Definitely. Um, deep burnt sugar, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to be the name of my cover band eventually. Uh, but <laughs> definitely, definitely have those notes in there. It's got that deep burnt sugar with the dried fruit. Um, and then there is that, just that rye just kind of sitting there um, and, when did you guys when did you guys brew this beer? Well, uh, obviously we brewed them both at the same time um, in February, I think. Yeah, um, this was uh, this was barrel aged, wasn't it? Much. Yeah, uh, well, like the, uh, um, or yes, it was. Yes, um, <laughs> I I love our friends at at Boardroom because um, we're, we're really tight. I've known um, uh, the owner Marat since before they opened. I've known Tim Oaks, the head the distiller, um, since way back in my homebrew days, like. 2006 2007 oh wow and um, hannah also at the same time oh uh, this is this is pre hannah okay. yeah, yeah um so you know we're really tight you know and, and and uh um i said listen i'm i'm brewing um on this day and they're like you're gonna have the wettest barrels you've ever had <laughs> and they literally oh, showed up and these barrels like might have still had some rye in them so um <laughs> the, uh, the, the the extraction happened very quickly um, um it was important for me because i knew that i was making a barrel aged strong ale hands over here barrel aged strong ale um uh that you know i do an, almost an equally long um aged beer so that's why I, I chose a lager for the splash side of it because lager needs to be aged longer Relations to age longer. I don't want to do, you know, like an amber ale and a strong ale because then, like, the amber ale is going to be ready to drink now, and, and you know, and then the strong ale is going to be able, you know, so further, so much further down the line. Oh, very cool. No, that's uh, that's uh, there's a method to the madness right there, and that's and that's cool to hear because that's what I thought too when I saw like amber lager. I was like, okay, so they split it. This is a strong ale. I was like they lagered this one. And then when I saw barrel aged, it made sense because, you know, you had to lager for a longer amount of time for the amber lager. Mm-hmm. And you also had to barrel age the strong ale, which, I mean, you got those wet barrels, baby. You didn't have to, you didn't have to age it too long to get the, yeah. uh, it, get it, the it, dry. Yeah. yeah. Job so, was done. It was not too long. Um, also, I, like I, I could have easily pulled a lot more rye um, out of it if I aged it longer, but um, there were so many other influences in the beer. The hops are really important, right? The malt's really important. So a longer rye aging period would have kind of, I don't know, mass, yeah, detracted from some of the malt or some of the hop characters, right? So you want the, that equal kind of balance in there. I would say that the lager is probably a little bit more hop focused. Um, but Indeed. the, the, the um, uh, strong ale is just all about the malt and all about the rye and, and the hops are present um just not as present they're yeah they're taking like a they second kind of, seat yeah. to this uh, yes. and it's crazy what the malt has transformed in this style versus like the lager like you said like we got this like deep burnt sugar like almost on the on the palate versus like that that toasty uh caramel notes you had before it's mm-hmm. like you know it's like putting the torch on the creme brulee 
fillet just a little bit longer. Just get yeah. a, like a deeper burnt sugar on that. It's almost like the Tiamat, the lager boots on crack. Oh, jeez. Oh, damn it. He brought up yeah. crack again. It's Ronald Reagan over here. <laughs> um, this guy's just yeah, introducing I, crack to the podcast. <laughs> so you lagered. Uh, so this looked like it was canned uh, in July. So, um, so that was – so it was, you lagered for five months? Uh, four months. Yeah, four months. Okay, so you yeah. logger you you loggered alongside with the uh with the strong ale. So yeah. the strong ale barrel aged for four months while the uh, other one loggered. Then but yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. I mean that's just that's just efficiency. <laughs> I know that's what I was saying. I was like, ah, there's a method right there. And yeah. I just well, you know, it was really barrel. important for me. So like um not like so these beers I wanted to make as similar as possible with being. Very like dichotomy, dichotomic, having such a big dichotomy, right? So um, it's like all the same malts, all the same hops, but it's also the same hopping rate, right? So there's just as many, just just the the same amount of hops, different schedule, same amount of hops that are in the lager that are in uh, the strong ale, right? The strong ale got more front hops to get the bitterness, and the lager got more um, back end hops. And I, and I wanted to make sure to put the back end hops in early because I didn't want a, to put them in right before canning. I wanted to put them in early and have like that raw hop character that you love and like, you know, like double dry hop to IPAs and get that like that initial like, oh, super hoppy character right in your face. You know, I, that's, yeah. not, that's not what, what I wanted for this, right? It needed to be smooth. It needed to meld with the malts better. So I dry hopped it right after primary and then lagered it. And so like, a lot of the rawness of the hops um, came out, um, but the hops are still a, a present in the lager. Um, and then for the strong ale, I didn't dry hop until after I pulled it out of the barrels. Pulled it out of the barrels, oh. into the fermenter, then dry hops, then into the bright tank. Oh. So the, exactly the same amount of hops in each one. <clears throat> yeah, I I feel like the hops aren't like um, they're not super present. Like they're not um, they're not like front and center, um, and you're not getting it on the back end either. But it's one of those things. Like I feel like if you if you took the hopping out of it, uh, it would it would completely change the beer. It would be incomplete. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, just. I am just falling in love with like the, I, I, I guess the back end of the, of the taste of it. Like as I'm taking the sip, like I'm getting a lot of the rye and like the dried fruit on the yeah. end and like you get a little bit of like hop in it. Right up front, you're getting that like fruity sweetness. Yeah. And it works with the burnt sugar. It gives mm-hmm. it that dried fruit kind of that taste that we're looking. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know if we, we told you. I don't think we told them. Uh, oh, yeah. We have a chat going. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. People can actually ask questions while we're doing this. So, we oh, actually wow. have yeah, people that come in with uh, questions. So, you said that you worked with Boardroom Spirits. What um, – so, it, was it a rye whiskey that uh, the barrels were? Okay. It was their uh, Northbound series, the Northbound Rye. Okay. Northbound Rye. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we we're live on uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So we we do have interactions with our guests. Uh, Moist hands. Yeah, I'm very. Uh, uh, I, I feel very uncomfortable saying his yeah. username. Moist hands. Moist hands. 
<laughs> uh, he asked that question. Um, so thank you for your question. Um, you know, we like to let our, our audience know if you, if you want to interact with us, you know, ask yeah, a question, ask we'll, we'll ask for Please you. Please do. Sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, it's paired pints. Oh, okay. Oh, we got uh, paired native pints, right yes. here. Uh, awesome. Um, uh, all right. So we'll get back to this beer. Uh, I feel like we need to talk about it. Uh, Tim is uh, BJ is a BJ. Uh, you're a what a top fifteen BJCP judge? No, 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 no. I'm right. nationally ranked, which is just, oh, just nationally ranked. Okay, in the nationally ranked is in 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 the middle. After that, there was like a master, grandmaster, grandmaster two, grandmaster three. So like, no, I'm like middle master of the flash. road as far as it goes for. <laughs> BJCCP up. I've, I've entered a lot of beers. I've judged a lot of comp- competitions. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, it's um, that is, it's a really tough test. You know, I, I really feel like there's a lot of um, um, luck when it comes to the proctoring a bit. You know, like um, it, if, if I knew who was proctoring my last exam, I probably would have rated things a little bit differently. <laughs> um, just, like, just because like uh, the, the person who proctored my exam was so, so – harsh critic right and like i'm like a little bit more like forgiving in the way that i judge beers usually um but he is quite the harsh critic anyway i, I you know what i the, the harshest critic is, is a, of my own beer right it's uh, <laughs> so many beers that i that i i have put out um, that are good and I, I tim tim averages a 2.5 uh bottle cap rating on untapped so <laughs> mm, he might know what he's talking about <laughs> I, I'm not even sure what that is. Oh, yeah, I, good. No, no. Good on you. Good on you. Good I was going to say, you. that is the best answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, you guys are familiar with Untapped, yes? Uh, they um, provide great formatting for our menus. Uh, business for Untapped is awesome. Yes. Great great menu formatting. Love the menu formatting. So – we we have that a, is a cool integration. I've seen it at a lot of breweries that they do the um, menu formatting on their website. There's a nice widget that you can use on the site, as well as actually physically printing it out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are some great tools for breweries to use, but there are some tools on Untapped that just so, are the so, worst. So we have we have a love <laughs> and really hate relationship with Untapped, and it's it's really Untapped is a fan fantastic app uh like to be able to to use it as like a little black book um i use it all the time to find beers you know if i'm looking at like uh i think the last time i used it i wanted to find where i can where where can i buy old rasputin and it was you know i just typed that in and says what's near me and says oh you know a month ago somebody found it here i went there and there it was Mm -hmm. um so uh yeah, it, it, the, our problem is with the is with the community that thinks they're the uh, cesspool, as we like yeah, to call it. B- because <laughs> yeah, because they have a, I don't rate anything above a two point five. I I think I'm a master cicerone. Like yeah, all right, get off your high horse. You're not. You don't know what you're talking about with, with beers, cloud like, chasers. Yeah, it's it's a whole, whole bunch of people like oh yeah, this beer. It, it tastes, you know, it, it, compared to Miller Lite, this tastes like this. it's like, dude, shut up, stop rating. We're very big proponents of don't rate or review beers on there. We don't use re- it to check in so you can keep track of the beers you've had. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, 
physically write a review. Don't put don't put a review to it, like in terms of bottle caps, because that's what people look at. Yeah. If you know something about the style, oh my gosh, you don't like wheat beer? Don't rate it a one. Oh, you know, yeah, so so uh, I literally don't rate it. I got I got a one star for for our cream ale, and they're like, nah, don't taste any cream in this. What? <laughs> see, see, and this is and this is what we talk about. This is what we talk about, and it, it, we've had we've had people uh, in like that have got in our DMs uh, where we've talked about cream ales. And you know we're we're we always it's the same it's the same reaction same reaction all, this, all the time like you talk to Hannah we, you talk to all those people up in like we've Upper told, Bucks County who do cream ales we've had we've had people that listen to to the podcast that reach out to us and like oh I'm going in naked what should I get I'm like buck naked you got to get buck naked first off yeah. get the cream ale mm-hmm. it's, the, it's like delish. you you can't go to the Northeast and not get a cream ale and. Uh, it's like going to Delco, not getting wood rice. Yeah, exactly. You can't go. You can't go. You can't go to Delco and not get a water rice from. You know, if you get it from Rita's, cool. But you know, there's plenty of other places to get a water rice. Um, but you, you go small, go local. <laughs> we get, businesses. Hashtag support local business. Local Wooders got the real fruit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's we, the authentic HFC. But the best thing was, is, you know, we, we talked to this guy and he's like, oh, I expected it to be like a creamy ale. No, like the, the name is kind of ridiculous because it's, (laughs) there is, we've had this discussion plenty of times where it's like the cream ale, it's not cream it's not a cream ale it's like it's slang like, yeah it's, it's like a slang term every time i hear cream ale you know, like you're thinking jenny you're thinking mm-hmm. like you're thinking that beer that you used to steal from your dad's fridge when he wasn't home or something like that you're getting the jenny cream you know and then like people who aren't familiar with beer though who weren't those you know kids who's you know took beers from their parents they're just like it's not creamy enough where's the cream <laughs> I, and i always describe it as it's it's pretty much like and it's beer flavored beer. Yeah, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong. It's pretty much like it's a lagered ale. Uh, it's a hybrid beer. Yeah, hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's an ale fermented at lower temperatures and then lagered for a little period of time. There are other um uh, hybrid beers, right? According to the BJCP, uh, Kolsch is one of them. Uh, yes. Steam ale, Anchor Steam ale is also one of them too. I love a good steam beer. I yeah. love the process. I love the finished product steam beers are one of my favorite uh, you must like northern brewer hops a lot then yes um i've got when stickman did their experimental series and they yes. did they did a california common or mm-hmm. steam beers they yeah, right. yeah 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 um we're talking to a bjcp <laughs> judge uh dan use the correct terminology please they were the, uh, they were I'm nationally ranked, all right? Come on. I will say in our little no, bubble, no, no. in our little bubble here in southeastern Pennsylvania, they were the ones who really dialed in on the steam beer. Um, I, I know there were some other ones in like the area that have tried to go in and call it the California Common and things like that. They call it the West Coast Steam Beer, and it was amazing. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. So, well, do you know um, um, uh, Rose by any other name, right? Yes. <laughs> call it whatever that you want, which is like why I probably won't. I'll probably be calling my cream ales blonde ales from now on. Uh, look at this guy. He's getting so technical. You've used more 
big words than we have used in this podcast. <laughs> I just want to listen to this guy talk about beer. <laughs> um, you have to yeah. do an audio series. Yeah, but that, I think that's one of our, our biggest gripes. Uh, we had a there's a, an Instagram uh, account that we had on early in the podcast called uh, Untapped WTF. <gasps> I and, knew you were going to say that. Yeah, uh, we yeah we had him we had him on to talk about uh, his account and uh, some heroes don't wear capes. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. But I love <laughs> and it, I love and hate the. It, it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes me furious. Yeah. Of, of and the, I get uh, all the response, like I get all the notifications when you go on like a rant with him and like sliding into the DMs. And I'm just like, I can see that you're having this lengthy conversation with him. And I still get the notifications too. And I'm just like, God damn it. I have to turn this on. Do not disturb. When, right it, now. when it's like a, this <laughs> lovely, like Imperial stout and they're like, Oh, this is the best stout ever. You know, the to- very t- nice chocolatey notes with toast and malt, but I don't like stout. So 1.75. And it's like, God damn it. I just, Why do you even rate it at that point? Like, I, I get everybody is a special butterfly and you need a voice, but you can don't know anything beer. about the style? Sit you down. Can, you can yeah, don't rate it. Don't know brewery's reputation. Because yeah. then they yeah. can't sell via Tavor and other things. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. That's what we always say. If you are not knowledgeable enough to rate a beer, stay in your lane. Just check it in. Therein lies the problem, though, is that if people think that they are knowledgeable, right? Uh, Everyone's an expert. I remember a a couple came in here and said, we've been to every brewery in the area. We know what IPAs taste like, and your West Coast IPA, and your Belgian IPA, and your American IPA, those aren't IPAs at all, and you're lying to us. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, this is not hazy or sweet at all. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think you know what IP is, but like, but that's like the the problem is that there's the customer on the other side of the bar saying, "Hey, we want to give you our money. How can we give you our money?" And then I have to say, "Well, I'm listening to what you're saying." Any which way? I've got three IPAs on. Thank you very much. But if you say that you want this particular IPA, then maybe that I should start getting more of the market segment. I mean, Tim, you, you as a BJCP judge should know that a West Coast IPA should be hazy and, and citrusy and uh, not bitter at all. I believe hazy? that you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Actually, the BJCP has it classified as an American IPA. <laughs> one, one of the things that I love about being a brewer and about being a brewery owner is that, like, um, it's tough. It's tough to do for on tap, especially when you, as your beers are on tap. But when you're a brewer, um, you just get to make shit up, right? How like isn't that how the New England IPA came about? Like people were brewing IPAs, and then suddenly someone's like, "Let's brew this," and then suddenly now there's a New England IPA. I've got like a soft blonde IPA on the menu. I've got like an Appalachian common brown porter on, on the menu. His and, like, last name is Brown. So these you know. are not like actual styles according to the BJCP, or especially according to Untapped, because Untapped no, no, is no. paying the dick for putting in Here. any sort of beers, right? Here we go, American mahogany lager. Right. So like, um, <laughs> fancy Ma- mahogany. That's what. That's what the great thing about being a that's brewer a and a business owner is. Uh, this doesn't taste like Yingling, so one point seven five. Well, no. Well, it, it does taste like Yingling on crack. Um, which, which is why it should be like a four point one five or something like that because it's <laughs> only better, right? Uh, so, um, 
the, yeah, this beer has a little baking soda to add to the recipe. <laughs> yeah, he, he cut this one. He cut this lager with laxative. <laughs> what's that? What's a, 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 a Chappelle did that skit? Oh, sprinkle a little crack on him and get out of here, right? Eat a butter and crack, crack in the beer. I'll get out of here. <laughs> so. We mentioned earlier in the podcast that we did a we did a collaboration beer with uh with Hannah, yeah, uh, at Naked and uh and Dan how how has how has that gone? Uh, What's the status for, of that? How has that gone for us? What, what, what are the, what are the messages that you get? What are the messages that I get? Yeah. So I get the messages um, of Tom freaking out when it goes below four out of five uh, bottle caps on Untapped is just Tom losing it. <laughs> Let so, it go. yeah, no, I got to I got to live the life of a uh, of a uh, quote unquote brewer uh, where I, I look at the beer that we brewed and, it, you know, is I, I it smells a rich mahogany. I love and <laughs> right? leather bound books. Yes. All day long. All day long. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we brewed this beer and it's it's our love child. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I I treat it as such. And when I see somebody that's just. All it is is an input of 2.75, and I'm like, why? Why do you put that in there? Explain yourself. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. So, no, here's the question. This is why I'm not – I don't even do Facebook anymore for the most part. Why do you even bother to care? What, like, your, your time – Your time – Your because time I have is an so unhealthy valuable. relationship with it, Tim. No, I, no. I, you are I, wasting I, your time even bothering to care. But other people I, think. I, I, I some part of me thinks I need this anger in my life. I mean, there's a lot of angst in society. Dude, you know, I will say when Tom gets obsessed in the morning. with something, yeah, sure. Sure. when Tom gets obsessed with something, it's a hundred percent in. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I go all in or not at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, um, as a, a, a brewer, right? Um, I get beers ranked poorly all all, all the time, right? I am not going to waste my time saying, oh, this person didn't like, like this beer. I'm going to spend my time saying this person that's behind my bar likes this beer. I'm going to put my effort into that. I'm not going to put my effort into the people that don't like the beer. My effort into people that I know like the beer than that are here. Right? <laughs> that's, that, that, that's what's going to make it better, not just for me, but for them too. Yeah, I know. I, 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 no, I, I get the idea behind that. You also get people that are like uh, – you know, this isn't as hoppy as a, a completely different beer. Uh, so 2.5. And then you want to throw that person through a plate glass window. Yeah, sure. sure. You know, then I'll, you friend I'll, you friend that person and you hunt them down and, and you, you comment, see, why did you do this? Why do you do this to yourself? That was the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. Yes. That was me. I was. I, great I, reference. Yes, I, I was the one on the uh, what? What are what's the uh, Muzi? The they were in uh, no moviepoopshoot.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the, the fast food restaurant. Yeah, they're at the movie. Uh, movie uh, yes. the, public, the public computer. Yes, I was the one on the movie computer. Going, you are the one. You are not as hazy as that beer. <laughs> you are the ones who are the ball liquor. Uh, yeah, it was moviepoopshoot.com. Yes, and uh, and sometimes you have uh, close personal friends that uh, 
rate rate your beer that you painstakingly made and were very proud of rated a three. We went out of our way to make we sure that they, they were close friends. We we, we we went out of our way. Well, to they make think three three point seven five is a very good rating. Yes, yeah, we went out of our way to make sure that they got our beer, and we muled it across state lines. I keistered it. <laughs> I, I keistered it. I still have the balloons to prove it. I got my Thunderbird, and uh, Dan got in a, an eighteen wheeler and followed behind me. And uh, yeah, yeah, we, we made out to Texarkana. Yep. Mm-hmm. But guys, if you want to check out our collaboration, it is on our Untapped, and you can follow all the beers that we drink wow. on our Untapped by following us at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. That's P O D. That's butt rock right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wait, hold on. If I go in and drink your beer, right, and like I read it appropriate to what I think that my nationally ranked BJCP judge um, uh, points are, uh, and it, it doesn't get over four, you guys gonna feel bad? If you if you if give it's a, you, if probably you, not. If you give a rating, <laughs> so here's the thing: is that if you give a rating and a review and you explain why in a in a sensical manner. Uh, which are, you're already not on Untapped, by the way. Uh, the, then, yeah, no, I get that. When when you say uh, this isn't as hoppy as a completely different beer, uh, <laughs> and then you give it a low score, that's when I want to put a hole in my drywall. <laughs> well, well, well like, like if you could punch people through the internet, right? That mm-hmm. would that would be great. That's um, fantastic. <laughs> Um, um, but like, uh, you know, um, I, I have 16 beers on, on draft, right? Uh, there's going to be plenty of people giving me low scores, right? As long as I'm making money and I'm succeeding, why am I going to care about what other people's scores are? You and I, you guys and I both know, both know that, 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 that's that, a great, men- it's a great mentality to have as a, as yeah. a brewery owner. Yes. Um, Dan and I, <laughs> Dan and I worked for like a year to find a brewer that would actually agree to do a collaboration beer with us. And then when we do that and we see people rating it poorly for the reasons that they should not rate it poorly, yep. then I, I just I, I want to rip my window out of the wall. I knew as soon as we were going to have a strong ale on this podcast, you were just going to go into an untapped diatribe <laughs> and just lose your shit. The whole time I'm drinking this, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Strong L on the podcast. Untap got brought up. I'm just going to sit here in silence and let him riff. <laughs> oh, love Untap, hate the people on Untap. That's the, uh, the, yeah. the be all end all. Thank you for my TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, 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 go ahead. Well, uh, well, I wanted to bring it back to the, the beer that, we, that we're drinking right now. I actually drank all of mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it, it was it was important for me to add um, dextrose, right? Dextrose um, is a 100% fermentable sugar. It dries it out, right? It boosts the alcohol um, because if I had not dried it out, it would be cloyingly sweet, right? It, 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 that like that coat, that tongue coating, that oh, mouth coating yeah. sweetness, right? So when I by adding a, a dextrose to it, it dried it out, and it also boosts the alcohol a bit. Right. So, and, and that was an important part of that process. Um, one of the only other ingredients that the lager did not have. Oh, wow. So, yeah, just like a just like a little addition like that, just boosting it from like 
like you said, like 4.4% and just going up to 10.2 with that. And I mean, the rye, while you were in your, you know, rant about untapped, I looked up the uh, northbound rye whiskey and God, this sounds like a great bottle to get. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, after you got the barrels, decide to like, you know, grab a bottle to see like, you know, tasting notes for comparison. But a lot of this really kind of goes with like what I'm tasting in your beer too. Oh, you have, you have a little bit of it over there? Wait, you see what my finger is? Yes. Yeah. You see that barrel? Oh, that's the barrel, that's the barrel there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the barrel's right there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I was looking at, I mean, they're very, um, like, yeah, very educational with what how they describe their bottles of whiskey here. So, you know, 95% rye with the remaining 5% of the mash bill consisting of malted barley. Mm-hmm. Um, clean and smooth rye that has a spicy rye character. That spicy rye character definitely goes with the dried fruit in this in this beer. And it is just perfect. Um, this is this has been awesome because I'm a I'm a whiskey drinker. Um, in terms of liquor, like it's the only thing, it's the only thing I can really, really enjoy in terms of liquor. So mm-hmm. I always go with whiskey and I am tasting everything that they're saying about the northbound rye whiskey into this. Like you got some wet barrels, man. That was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> what I really, what I really love is it's like you did lighting for this barrel back there i know it's got I, it's, I it's got its own light yeah and everything <laughs> so you, you got it, it like on, on like a little <laughs> display like i'm i'm expecting it to start rotating like the like it's on like the home shopping network yeah or like a franklin institute when you walk into an exhibit <laughs> it's like the please touch museum of alcoholism <laughs> uh welcome to my life <laughs> well so um uh, actually usually I, I try and reuse barrels at least twice they can be used twice but but like the third time is like a super extended aging time so those barrels i actually plan on brewing um another party guile um an imperial stout and then uh, uh, milk chocolate, something or other stout, you know, the, the caramel macchiato ones for the certain types of fans, right? Um, but that's what's then great. Basic, then basic about, people? <laughs> like, basic people are excellent customers and we welcome them. It, you know, if you have money, then I <laughs> want it, right? <laughs> um, money, me. Money, please. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, Jenny Slade, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was great. Uh, Parks and Rec. Parks That's right. Nope. Nope. Um, so, so. No? Nope. Money, please. No, it absolutely was. That was actually, that was the. the oh, the, no. Yeah, yeah. No, you're thinking of, yes. Money, please. Money, please. Yeah. Uh, no, I was doing It's Always Sunny when, uh, when. Charlie has his mom fake cancer. Oh, so oh yeah. Yeah. His mom fake cancer. Money me. Money, money me. me. Okay, Give right. Me money. Jeez. <laughs> I forgot about that one. And it just made my heart hurt thinking about it. God, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. Good God. That show. Um What were we talking about? Go on. Yeah. Oh, uh, so like you know, when I want to brew strong beers, right? Uh you don't waste the sugars that are gonna be the second runnings. You, you you brew your strong beer. You put it in the barrels. <laughs> yeah, oh, over there. There's um, someone over there with its own lighting. I see it. Thank you. Much better at that than Thank I. Looks like it also has its own fire exit too. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the bathrooms and the it's kitchen are back there. And, yeah, there's all there's all, all 
It's a whole nother place back there. Fire drill. It's just like Tim grabbing that barrel and running out that exit. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get Carly's still in there. She's like, save the unexpendables. <laughs> just Tim with the barrel over his head. And then Carly's just like, I'll grab my pink boots. Thank you. <laughs> We, we we all have our priorities. <laughs> right, so uh, so yeah, the, the barrels are still there. They're not as wet as they were. Um, I, I we we serve the northbound rye here um, for our whiskey sour. So I might like grab a bottle, refresh the barrels up, and then um, uh, do the next imperial stout in those barrels. Oh, okay. So, and there will also be a similar to this a party gal right where you keep it strong. Strong into the barrels and then the weak um, into the fermenter with some flavorings or yeah that was that was going to be my some, next some question cold like foam what, and some nutmeg that that was going to be my next question was uh, what's what's the next splash um, well that was probably the next on the docket because um, of the later down the line demand uh, I've got some really good porters on right now Appalachian brown porter um, a peanut butter chocolate porter that um, are starting to dwindle. So if I put stouts in the fermenters, they can take up those quarter spots. Nice. And the uh, Oktoberfest is uh, coming down. Yeah, I did. So instead of splatching the Oktoberfest, because it was so popular, um, I just did double Oktoberfest. We don't um, always splatch. We just usually splatch. Often, right. Most I, I, splatchers. <laughs> mostly splatch. I did a not splash beer two Saturdays ago um, for a wet hop beer that we did. Also, uh, we did. I keep hearing splash wet. I had a non splash weekend a couple of weekends ago. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. Absolutely do it. It's not that bad. You guys have a nine year old. You probably have a lot of non splash weekends. I have a three year old and I have a lot. I'm not single. Come on. <laughs> so obviously with uh with an Oktoberfest and the height of popularity being the season, obviously you guys aren't gonna splash with that one. Um well, well, no, we have no, splashed no, in the past. No. Um, usually <laughs> I do known to splash. <laughs> surprisingly, um uh, uh German and Belgian beers are the best splatches. Hands down. Right. Like if you look at, at the grist, right, like the, 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 the malt bill, um, yeah. they're almost I, I, identical from like a Bach and a Belgian double. The okay. Belgian double, you just add some sugar and some Belgian yeast. The Bach, you just lager. And it's like two hugely different beers, but the same base. I'm like you guys coordinating your uh, hand gestures. It was, that was adorable. <laughs> I mean, ABBA's about to put out a new album and you guys are ready to dance to it. Wait, is ABBA <laughs> really about to put out a new album? Yeah, they do. It's I'm, I'm unaware of this. It's I'm up on that They have to be 60 years old at this point. I have to say, I'm still drinking the uh, Strong Ale and I see he's drinking a clear beer over there. So I'm kind of curious as to what he's got. What I would take one of these. I need Pilsner. That's. Uh, uh, I was gonna uh, say he had a clear beer in front of him, so got the Pilsner. Pilsner. He started with the strong. We got the Pilsner pirate over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a Pilsner pirate. <laughs> nice. 
Um, so this beer, one of my absolute favorite beers I've ever brewed, is rated 3.73 on Untapped. Because it's what a poser, man. That, that, that's a, that's a we've we found out. That's a good rating for a pilsner. That means, really? that means you've made it. Guy above me right that here. means you've made it. Um, I mean, find like a. Here's the thing: find a beer from uh, Sly Fox or Victory or Trogues that is not rated. That's that's rated above a four. You can't. You can't do it. And they're the all. Unless it's new, right? Unless it's brand new, and there are five people that rated a hazy. hazy. <laughs> ah, even that, even that, you're gonna get it's good. You're gonna get a good amount that'll bring it down just because they're like, no, oh, I, I found it in giant <laughs> minus one point two five. Yeah, no, like uh, we we we've had a couple uh, we've had a couple. Uh, breweries on uh sly fox and victory waiting on trogues still waiting on trogues um still yeah john trogner won't get back to us nimble Uh, giant all day long uh lolly hops hops all day nimble Nimble giant is the originator of the uh i would say right after nugget nectar that was the one that was like the the second hype beer after nugget nectar which when they start nugget nectar solid ipa solid ipa shut up (laughs) nimble giant I, I would say in Pennsylvania, kind of pioneered the uh, the hype IPA right there. Um, Nimble Giant definitely was the hype IPA. Um, we've said if we've said it once, we've said it a million times. Uh, Nugget Nectar is the original hype beer in this area. In this area, Tom, Tom, Dry Hot Pills, Juicy Pills, Warwick Farm is a four. It is a hype beer. There's a Pilsner as a hype beer. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's not like a, you, you got to look at the, like the statewide distribution. The, like yep, the big, exactly. the big breweries are always going to be under 3.75. Yeah, like 919 ratings can't be wrong. I mean, <laughs> but you, Sly Fox Hellas Lager is under 3.75. It is. Even with the, with the, 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 the 360 can top is like the best, the greatest That's thing ever. Great design. I love yeah. that. You can, still, you can still get it at Mainstay. You can't get it at Sly Fox. Yeah, yeah. Brian O'Reilly has some <laughs> oh. kind of some kind of connection. Oh, uh, so, uh, because Sly Fox wants to go into other states and be a little bit more national, they can't take the 360 pop top with them because it's illegal in some states. Wow. But Brian O'Reilly, who was the former head brewer at Sly Fox, now at Mainstay. Has those connections? You can get that 360 pop top, baby. Go to me. Awesome. I that like as far as innovators, top of my list there. Oh yeah, top of our list. Oh yeah, yeah. Top of the morning to you. So uh, we had Sly Fox on. uh, We had the uh, we had. uh, Peter Giannopoulos yes. on, yeah. and uh, we had some of the like the new crew and everything on. And um, oh, hey, Zeppi, um, there. Yeah. Uh, hey, so we had them on, and yeah, we 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 talked about our affinity for Hellas. I mean, obviously, as a brewer over there, Tim, you probably hold the Sly Fox Hellas close to your heart. Uh, I've drank more of that longer than probably any other PA lager. We also. Oh. Mm, like excluding Yingling, excluding Yingling. Other than that, the the, the highest um, consumed lager in Pennsylvania for me. 
Yeah, we had. Uh, so when we had Sly Fox on, they were like, oh, we want to do this haze. The what is it? The haze fix? Yeah, haze fix. Haze fix. We're, we're, we're canning this hazy IPA uh, for distribution. And, and I, it, I, you know, is there another beer that you want to do? And we couldn't type fast enough. We we're like, Hellslogger, Hellslogger. <laughs> they were like, what other beer do you want to talk about? And like, as they're typing it out, we already said Hellas. Yeah. Hellas. We're going to talk about the Hellas. Yeah, we got to talk about the Hellas. It, it's, it's a top five PA beer of all time. I mean, just talking to Tim right now, I want to come over and try that Pilsner that he's drinking right <laughs> yeah. now. I just want to reach through the screen and be like, yeah. Okay, I mean, how long, long for you to get here? <laughs> <That's gonna laughs> he has kids at home. It is a school night. It's, right. We do have to be it's wrapping it up. It's a, it's a school night. but um, And we're drinking a 10% beer. Right now. <laughs> but joke. I don't know if you guys are going to be uh, involved in it or not, but. Oh, yeah, there might be. A- we are going to be hanging out at the Area 4. Uh, or four local beer fest. Sorry, it used to be area four. It's the four local beer fest. We will be there. Doing I'll be there. Podcast. You'll be there. All right. I'll be there. I'll be serving our tannery runs splash pack awesome. for anybody who buys the table. Nice. So we have a table where the <gasps> brewers are going to be coming to our table. So yes. when you come to the table to serve beer, uh, we'll have a seat for you so you can sit down and talk about it. Thank you. So hey, tell you all the same things we talked about today. If you if you have that, just kidding. That, I'll bring some that, new stuff too. If you have that pilsner, just, just, just so uh, <laughs> what 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 we we've been doing a lot in the in the the, the pub here with um special people such as, as yourselves. I, I've been doing like an eight or ten minute slow pour on the pilsner, and it is fantastic. The eight minute pour on the pilsner is one of the greatest experiences ever. All right, so tell me about the slow pour. So well, you, and this is not one of those foam. No, no, it goes this isn't a milko. So what? Thank what you. is this? What is this slow pour that you're talking about? Uh, so, um, so you, you have the glass, right? And usually, when you uh, fill the glass right from the uh, the Jeff faucet, uh, it's you know you fill it up and then you kind of put it down, and get a little bit of foam on it. Um, uh, so the slow pour, put it all the way down, and you open it up, and you fill the entire thing with foam. And then you wait five minutes and fill the entire thing with foam. And then wait five minutes, to, you know, so like it's it's like you continually refill the foam. And what it does, it does two important things, especially for the, the craft style Pilsner, um, is that it knocks out the CO2, right? Um, so it's a softer on the palate. But when you, by, by doing that, when CO2 is trapped in solution, it becomes carbonic acid. And the acid add, adds a sharpness to it as well. So when you knock out CO2, you knock out not just the carbonation, but also the acidity, acidic quality of it. So when you go drink it, it's a lot more soft and rounded character. Which so you're doing like a hand pump without the hand pump, almost. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, that 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 concept, sure, yes. Um, uh, but you want to make sure that you pour it from a height. You don't you don't pour it into the glass. You pour it from the top of the glass so it falls okay. down, and it, and it and it knocks the CO two out. And it's really like. You can do a side by side and get different um, experiences. So, so it knocks out the carb bite and mm-hmm. makes it a softer, which kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of like a hand, like a hand pump. Right. Yep. But then you guys are also doing it from a, an altitude. Like you guys are dropping it a little bit instead of doing it in the glass like a hand pump. You guys yep. are dropping it to the. Um, yep. I'm very interested. I definitely want to try the uh, Pilsner. Like when we have to make a trip. We have to make, we have, we have, we have make a trip. trip. 
don't come join busy hours. <laughs> so you can wait those 15 minutes for the slow pour piss. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving you a slow pour poster at 7 o'clock on a Friday. I'm not going <laughs> to. I would be there at uh, 5, 5.30 on a Friday. Yeah, 5.30 on a Friday. On a Thursday. That'd, that'd be great. Maybe this Friday. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? Maybe this Friday. I don't know. I'm working this Friday. Maybe Thursday. Maybe Thursday. Maybe Thursday. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we are we're up against it, Dan. Final thoughts on the strong ale? <sighs> it was uh, very, very tasty. Um, yeah, it, it just it's really well-rounded. Um I like the flavor on it. I, I like the, uh, the, the rye character, um, is, is really nice underneath. Uh, the fruit esters are really nice on it. Um, it really, I, I just think, I, I think it's just a really well-rounded beer. I, I think it's, a, that's the best way to describe it. Um, as a, let's see, barrel, I mean, a barrel aged strong ale, uh, it, Yeah. Rye, the, I mean the rye barrel. barrel rye was rye my biggest fan. Came on through. This. Like yeah. you guys got some seriously wet barrels, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, very, very, very enjoyable. Thank you. Yes, I, I agree. Um, I think the one big takeaway I'm going to take from this beer is the uh, the burnt sugar and dried fruit really comes out nicely in this, and I think the rye whiskey having similar taste characteristics on their website also. Um, also brought to the table, I guess, things that would accentuate that. So, I love oh, this. I use the big word. I love this. I love the. Uh, Damn, Daniel. <laughs> I, I, I love the splash case. Like, uh, hey, you know, you know, get your get, start to ramp up a little bit on the uh, with the lager, you know, four point four percent, and then uh, you know. Get really fucked up on the uh, <laughs> on the I, strong. Air. I like that. You get like a pregame beer, but then you get like the ender ender. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my favorite thing about this. Yeah, in, 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 it takes you all over the place. Enjoy yourself. You know, have fun. You know, drink a couple of these. It's um, like the good cop, bad cop. <laughs> you're going to have a hangover tomorrow. <laughs> hey, one of these Safira strong ales. That's really all I need, and I'm good. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Carly, can you just take a minute uh, to talk about the naming of the beers? Sure, sure. So the day that we did our Pink Boots collaboration brew, I invited anybody who was able to come from our local Pink Boots chapter. So several ladies came out, and they knew that we had this thing for dragons. So we're like, all right, let's brainstorm some I, some names that we can – can use for these beers. So, um, yes, Tim is showing off his dragon tattoo right here. Never leave home without it. <laughs> it looks like one of the players from Double Dragon that you can select. <laughs> I'll get I'll get the second side soon. There you go. <laughs> so, um, so we're brainstorming as this this pink boost group. We're like, all right, what what can we come up with? And um, Tiamat is a primordial primordial goddess of the sea. So this. Sea dragon, essentially. Right, uh, like sea dragon goddess, right? Sea so dragon we goddess. Got the, we have the, the, the female and the dragon perspective together. In Boom, there. check, got it. Sephira, um, for those of you that are interested in the Aragon books and movies and such, uh, is, is mentioned as one of the last female dragons. So 
there we have another nod to a female dragon. And uh, yeah, even though it's not technically, it's not an IPA. So most, I think all of our dragon or dragon variations, like a Drake or a Wyvern or, you know, for the dragon geekery folks, all of those beers are usually IPAs for us. No, they're very happy beers. Happy beers, a happy lager. You know, that's, that's what we did last year for the Arctic like was Drake in the Pink Boots. Oh, that was really good. That was delicious. Yeah. And then we made that raspberry version, too. It was also oh, delicious. Was um, but uh, but yes, this year we, we uh, worked with our local collab group and came up with those names. And we're like, Sephira Strong Ale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TMN Lager Boots. Yeah. It they great. sound like badass dragons. And then you have like Peace yeah. Dragon, who's just a stoner. It's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. The, yeah. That'll be the double dry hop, you know, danker IPA, I'm sure. Right. That, that's all about the terpenes. Terpenes. Don't yeah, don't get us started. <laughs> <laughs> don't get us started on terpenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next so, episode. Um, so yeah. Or the last know. episode too. Or the last episode. Yeah, we got deep into terpenes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, um yeah. Uh so uh, we're we're up against the uh the time we have here and uh I've got the uh I've got the plug set up. So yeah, let's um, go. Guys, thanks again for coming on here. I'm going to share my screen here as I always do with our new uh, setup here. Yeah. And uh, just going to go through some uh, go through some plugs for you guys. Um, obviously, we talked about it on the podcast here, but uh, go ahead and check out um, Tannery Run at tanneryrun.com, their website, Tannery Run Brew Works. Um, awesome. They've got their entire menu set up. Yeah, uh, untapped, but whatever. Um, but it's for menus, not great for beer. <laughs> yeah. Untapped. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, go ahead and follow them on Instagram. It's at Tannery Run Brew Works right there. Um, and also the same thing on Facebook. I love the branding at Tannery Run Brew Works on Facebook. Check them out on Untapped right here. We've got them at, you guessed it, Tannery Run Brew Works. So, uh, guys, thanks again for coming on. Um, I know you guys had some plugs yes. that um, you guys wanted to do here. Um, so let me just get rid of my screen here so you guys can kind of talk about it. Uh, you know, um, uh, firstly, uh, uh, from my side, um, uh, Hurricane Ida came through recently, and it was not great for us. Uh, it was also not great for other friends of ours, too. So um, if you guys know local breweries out there that got hit hard, um, our friends at Free Will got hit pretty hard. Our friends at uh, Upper Reach Community got hit pretty hard. Please support them because, um, you know, we we need them in our community. They're important. They're pillar stones of our community. So let's, let's all support those people together. Definitely support local guys. Um, yeah, yeah I'd, uh, I'd hit a lot of people. Yeah. So and know, it, get out there to see as you to can. see that it got that it hit a uh, uh, free will and you know we we've talked to so many brewers that have come out of you know the free will. Yeah, I mean you say yourself, you're from Keystone. I mean, how many other people? Like, how many interactions have you had with Free Will just working at Keystone? Like, uh, John yeah. and I worked together for several years. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. We've attended events together. We like, uh, honestly, our kids play together sometimes. So, like, um, yeah. uh, we, we're we're far from strangers. Yeah, I mean, Free Will. We, we we've talked to a ton of 
brewers that have uh, come out of their system, as it were. Their farm but, system, yeah. like AAA and AA. But, uh, you know, John Stemler and uh, and his now fiance, uh, Brenda Lynn with high, high uh, upper reach, upper meat. reach meadery. Uh, yeah, they're very affected. Um, so, you know, get out and support them, uh, help them out. You know, um, you know, free wills has a huge, uh, barrel age program. And that is just, I mean, really, really affected, really sucks. affected. Yeah. Uh, I hope some of those floating barrels were able to be saved guys. So, um, <laughs> I, I really yeah. hope <laughs> because I saw the videos and it was devastating to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, um, not, you know, we need to support everyone in, in the community. Um, free will uh, ourselves, everybody else that, that um, continues to make this community um, as awesome as, as it is, you know, and, and you guys, uh, especially, you know, um, we would not be nearly as awesome without the respect that you guys give us. And, and, and I am humbled by that. Thank you. Oh man, he's making me all red in the I face know, right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the strong yellow, the strong yellow talking. <laughs> this might be the strong yellow talking about. I love you, man. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I know. You guys, you guys were affected by the by the hurricane. When are you? Are you guys open for for business now? Yeah. And yeah. You're, you're all good to go. We uh, are open Tuesday through Sunday. No, we're not. Uh, not Tuesday. Oops. Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. Sorry about that. Yeah. Bob's going Tuesday. up on a Thursday. Um, we'll be there. We'll be there we got a full kitchen <laughs> at this point. You know, we put uh, we did a kitchen renovation over pandemic time, so we've got fryers and a chicken sandwich. It won't so quit. It won't quit. Yeah, all I'll, I'll, I'll be in the office on Thursday. I, you want to go? You want to go? Kind of. Do it. Yeah. So, um, um, it, you know, thank you for featuring us, but it's not just about us. It's about not just us as Tenement, but us as, as our community. Any small business that is struggling to survive during these times, please go support them. Don't question 20 or 25% tip. Just yeah. give it. Give it. May I also give it. Invest- I give it to every, <laughs> supporting local breweries. Yeah, I, I want to give mean, a shout out to the uh, the Fresh Fest, the Fresh Fest, aka Barrel and Flow Fest, which is the ba- Black oh. Beer Festival in Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's next mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we won't be there, but we got the Tavor package, and we'll be. Kind of well, I'll be drinking along for sure. <laughs> Ooh, so yeah. you know, shout out to that. Also, um, I'm sorry. No, 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 go, 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 go keep going. going. Please, please keep All going. Right. Um, I want to do a shout out to the Pink Boot Society and the Greater Philadelphia Chapter, Aaron Wallace, also with Upper Reach Mead and the Devil's Den in South Philly. Y'all know the place. She is our president. She's wonderful. Bringing this chapter forward. We have our next event on Tuesday, September 21st at Attic Brewing Company. You can register. This is open to anyone to learn, male and female, to learn about the Pink Boot Society. Register online, pinkbootsociety.org. Get the trip. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all know how we feel about Attic. Oh, we love Attic. Strong feelings. (laughs) Love some Attic. We love us some Todd and Laura. Hell yeah. um, they're the best. Yeah. Uh, go else? get you some. Go get you some Bloodhound Brown Ale. You mm-hmm. know it. Uh, uh, someone the the 
uncontrollable woman or the woman that can't be contained. Untamed. Like Untamed woman. That's it. Oh yeah. That's uh, a hazy IPA, right? Yeah. That's, that's my. That's, that's 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 my jam. Have you seen their beer garden? I've seen it. Yeah, they're, they're glorious. Yeah, their their whole location is just yeah. it's, it's spectacular. We had a great podcast, and then I had a great like metal conversation for like twenty minutes after the podcast with Todd. So I need metal to get Mondays. <laughs> I know I need to get Metal Mondays going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, their their brewer worked at a brewery that brews my favorite beer. Oh yeah. Ever. Yeah, Brogdon, Brogdon worked at North Coast, which makes Old Rasputin, which uh, gives me the warm and fuzzies. The old warm and fuzzies. That's the second time you're saying this. You, yeah. you must really love that beer. Oh, he brings it up almost every conversation we have as friends. It's what we talk about the best beers of all time. We'll be talking about football. He's like, you know what's really good? Other than football? Old Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> old Rasputin down in my fridge right now. Mm, well, invite us over next time so we there can drink together. Hell yeah. Yeah, Thursday. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Thursday, wait, not Sunday, Thursday, right? What? Sunday, Thursday. Football. Right? There was some, some complaints uh, at the beginning of the podcast about how Tom, Tom. football starts on Sunday. We can watch. We can watch football on Thursday. I mean, with Tim, 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 you I'm not going to Thursday. Yeah. 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 No, uh, you know what? I don't know if I have any plans. All right. I guess mm. we're hanging out with Tim. Mm. Yeah. I might have some strong oil to share too. Things, things might things might happen. Things might happen. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go through all your four percent beers because I gotta try, man. I might have one strong ale, but <laughs> I'm gonna wait 15 minutes for every beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh let's wrap this thing up. Damn. All right, guys, thanks a lot for uh, hanging out on the stream. Thank you, Zeppi. I'll plug you again. It's crafty underscore tats. Crafty uh, underscore tats. Crafty underscore tats. I'll, I'll plug you before we do this. Um, guys, um, <laughs> subscribe or follow, rate, and review our podcast on all podcast platforms. Uh, follow us on all social media. It's Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. We are, we are. Hell yeah. Guys, send us emails if you're a brewery that wants to be on. If you're a brewer that wants to be on. Hey, if you're home brewing and want to like talk about your story, we want oh, yeah. to hear it. We've had home brewers on before. Um, send us an email. It's bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com. It's bestbestfriendspod. I thought we talked about getting this, this one. I told you. You, you have your choice. <laughs> POD satellite or it's Dave Matthews satellite. That's it. That's your choice. <laughs> Guys, we have a great streaming uh, software right now that allows us all to yeah. be uh, on everything. Facebook, yeah. Twitch, YouTube. YouTube. You can follow the stream anywhere. Uh, guys, it's going to be on YouTube and Facebook forever. So if you didn't uh, watch it tonight or you watched half of it, come back. Listen to the whole thing. Guys, just follow us on social media. Just Hell yeah. give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, check out all the links in our bio. Um and that's all I have to say about yeah. that. All right. Thank well, you. We're, we're going to wrap it up. Very much. Uh, <laughs> Dan, you know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. And remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. Goodbye for now. I'm not the type to say I told you so. One more POD drop. Yeah. One more. Uh, it's just 74. It's 84. It's 84. All right. And uh, guys, always 
always keep in mind. I don't want anyone to forget this. Ah, uh, the conspiracy theory. Never forget this. I'm Jeffrey Epstein didn't Jonathan. kill himself. The Clinton family killed him. Uh, <laughs> hey, best best friends podcast episode eighty four. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some video. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. A cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both, so it's all for me. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were it the ones for me. Epstein is still alive.